I am proud to announce that this year's Heisman Trophy winner is Baker Mayfield of the University of Oklahoma. Human beings in a mind. What's a mind to a king? What's a king to a guy? What's a guy to a Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Draft Daily. Today we have a very special guest from Pro Football Focus, Bryson Vesnar. Uh, I think Bryson feels the way uh, I do about Baker Mayfield, but about 10 times more. I would compare his love for Baker the way I feel about Deshaun Watson. So, Bryson, how you doing today? I'm good, Elliot. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm excited to talk Baker Mayfield. I know I hopped on this train last year as he was a big-time NFL prospect, and I, I think you believed in Baker before he did. Yeah, you know, I, uh, I've i sort of been there for a couple years now, about three years since I sort of saw him at Oklahoma a couple years back. I've been big on him, so I'm glad that he's getting the love now that I've thought he's deserved for years now. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when we talk about Baker Mayfield, uh, a lot of people are going to talk about his the, his system that he comes from. Are there any concerns you have that he played in the Big 12? I don't think so. You know, I think, of course, you're going to worry because a bit of an adjustment going from those spread offenses to – especially the defenses they play against to NFL defenses. But I do think that there's a lot of things that he did well, in, even in the Big 12, that will still translate to the NFL no matter what. Yeah, no, I would agree with you. And one, one thing that really stood out to me was how big he played in big moments. I mean, when he was trailing by one to seven points, he had a 69% completion percentage, 25 touchdowns with two interceptions, which is 142.74 NFL rating, which is the best in the class. So I, I really like when quarterbacks show up in the big moments. And I, I think that's something he, he consistently did throughout his career. Yeah, I agree. You know, I think that that's a, it's a huge thing for any quarterback to be good in the, in the pressure situations. And I think he was fantastic at it, you know, and I think that will definitely translate the next level. I think the one thing, you know, he, for me, the biggest thing with Baker is that his accuracy, you know, one of the things that I find with college quarterbacks is that you're either accurate or you're not. And it doesn't really change no matter how much coaching you get, no matter where you go. If you've got the accuracy down, you're going to have it, and he has it. He was our most accurate quarterback in all of college this year. So I think that'll translate huge to the NFL, knowing that he can make accurate throws. Yeah, no, 100%. Accur- accuracy, uh, pocket presence, leadership, those are the things I really look for as a qu- out of a quarterback, and I think Baker Mayfield has all of them. But with Mayfield's accuracy specifically, I think a lot of people talk about his completion percentage is so high because so many passes around the line of scrimmage. Um one thing I really notice is his short to intermediate passes are pinpoint accurate. They hit, he throws it to the right shoulder and really allows guys to make all those plays after the uh, catch, which is a huge deal to me. They seem like simple things, but you see a lot of quarterbacks struggle, and all of a sudden a five-yard slant goes seven yards, and Baker Mayfield slant goes 60 yards because he delivered it right on the money. Um, I know Pro Football Focus has done a lot of work with the accuracy on NFL throws. Can you talk a little bit about that with Baker Mayfield? Yeah, so I think, you know, I go back to what you said, that accuracy isn't just, oh, he completes the pass or it's on target. It's where exactly he throws it, right? You know, if it's if a defender's closing in, he'll throw it back shoulder to avoid the big hit, doesn't, let his, doesn't lead his receivers into those plays. And like you said, he'll turn a slant into a huge gate because he plays it so well. So we did recently a study on those NFL throws, sort of like the deep outs, the throws that, you know, NFL quarterbacks have to make. And he was by far and away our highest graded on all those throws. You know, he could make all the NFL throws, those deep outs, those go routes, the, the posts, everything. He's got it. He's our, the best quarterback in college at those throws. Yeah, and then I think the next thing you add in is the fact that, like, he's kind of the definition of a playmaker. He he, he keeps a lot of plays alive with, with his improv skills and then – um. 
you know, I think he's so dangerous in RPOs, which we're seeing more and more of in the NFL, where he has the option to keep it, hand it off, or make the pass. And whatever the defense commits to, he immediately attacks the opposite. Um, do you think that's something that he's going to be able to do a lot of in the NFL? Yeah, I think, you know, I was going to say, one of my sort of bigger traits for quarterbacks is their creativity. It's sort of, he could turn plays from nothing into something huge. And I know, you know, his pocket pass is good. It's not great. He does create a lot of pressure himself which I think he improved on this year as the year went on. I think that'll improve in college or in the NFL as he works on his footwork and on the pressures he gets. But like you said, the RPOs are a huge thing for him. And, and be, you've seen them now in the NFL turning into such a big thing. A lot of teams, you look at the Eagles right now in the Super Bowl because of the RPOs they've done all year. So I think that he, and he's got that reach down. He knows he's got the brains that he can see what the defense is doing. He knows where the weak spot is and he'll attack it. So I think that will definitely translate to the next level. Yeah, no, I'm on 100% agreement with you on that one. Like the, the the Eagles, I think are a perfect example of how it's how it can work in the NFL. Um, with Baker and his pocket presence, um, you know, we just talked about the good with his improvisational skills and how he can keep plays alive. And you know, the, the, these some of these highlight plays are just ridiculous that he makes. But I think one downside of with it is that he takes a lot of sacks uh, that he shouldn't take, or where where plays could be saved where he just throws the ball away. And I think this is kind of one of the reasons the Russell Wilson comparison works for me because the improv, in, improv skills lead to sacks as well and negative plays. Do you think that's something that's ever going to change with him or is that kind of you could you kind of take the bad with the good with Baker Mayfield? I think it's sort of I think it can improve. I don't think it'll ever go away. You know, I think you're right. I think it's sort of like, well, you'll take one sack if he throws a 60-yard touchdown after escaping pressure the next play. It's one of those things that, you know, he's going to always have it because of the way he is, the way he's wired to always want to go downfield. There's a lot of times this year in college where he had a check down and he didn't take it because he wanted the bigger play when he probably should have taken the check down. So those kind of things I think he can sort of fix in the NFL. But a lot of times he's going to get sacked, I think, because he's sort of so into making those big plays that it's going to be one of those things that, well, you got to sort of take it with what he does. It is a negative. It's sort of, a, you know, it's a downside, but I think it's a small downside in the long run. I agree with you. Like it's one of those things that's it's a downside, but you live with it because of the upside that comes with that. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, so you talked about he had he was always going for big plays and wouldn't take checkdowns. How comfortable are you with Baker Mayfield going through progressions? I think it's good. You know, I think that's one of the big things with Big Twelve is that they a lot of people say, well, they don't. It's all one read offense. Oklahoma's offense wasn't just a one read offense. There were a lot of one read plays. You know, a lot of RPOs are just a one read play. But there are times where he's gone through it, I know, and he's also very good. At, he can look off safeties. He can look off the coverages. I think we saw it in the Georgia game. He had that one play where he looked off the safety and found Mark Andrews up the seam. Did that a lot this year. So I'm comfortable. You know, I don't think it's – obviously, it's not perfect because he didn't play in a pro offense. He didn't make four reads every play. But I think he's got – like, he knows how to read defenses. And he can make those different reads and go through his progressions as he as the play develops. Yeah, I would I would agree with that assessment that it, it's not perfect, but there's – there's certainly a lot to like there, and I think he's really good with his eyes. Um, mm -hmm. There are times where he trusts them too much, almost where he feels like he can look off a player and then almost throw it back to someone blindly. I know that got him in trouble in the Oklahoma State game, and then he threw it to the slot. Uh, I believe it was Corner who dropped off right in front of his receiver, and it was a pick. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I, I I do think that Mayfield is going to be more than capable of handling the NFL game mentally. Um, let's, let's talk real quick. The, the hot button topic of the week is, is Baker Mayfield the next Johnny Manziel? Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. So I have a lot of thoughts. You know, I've always said that I think my Twitter pinned tweet right now is don't at me if you think this, the comparison is accurate. Cause I don't think it is, you know, I think 
And I think on the field, sure, there's some similarities. And I think no one ever really doubted Manziel had on the field talent. He could make some plays that a lot of quarterbacks couldn't make. And Baker has that. But the one big difference on the field is that when Manziel would scramble, he would either run it or just chuck it up to Mike Evans. And that was his big go-to. Baker will does not like to run, even though he can run. He's always looking downfield, and he's looking through his receivers to find one open. He's not just throwing up Hail Mary balls or jump balls. He's looking for a big play, and he'll make it. And if he has to run, he will. And then off the field, there's no comparison. You know, you compare what Baker's done. Of course, he's done some stupid things, but he's competitive. He's emotional. He's not doing things like Manziel when he was in college. You know, was he, the drugs, the partying, all that stuff, no work. And that didn't change. Baker has the one arrest for resisting arrest with a stupid drug decision. Not great, but it's not the same as a DUI or anything like that, right? So I don't think there's very much comparison there. Yeah, I would agree with you 100%. I, I think it's kind of people reaching who don't mm-hmm. want to like Baker because he's fiery, he's small, he comes from the Big 12. I mean, Johnny Manziel was SEC, but at that time, you know, Texas A&M was Big 12 for one of his years too, I believe. Um, I think so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I get that completely. I, I chalk Baker Mayfield up to being a dumb college kid with the resisting arrest thing. Um, yeah. I, I think you're absolutely right on the field. He's not just throwing up jump balls and, and hoping that someone comes down with him. Like he's, he's, he's throwing dimes to receivers that are open that are open because he's buying them time. Um, exactly. So, so I think that it's, it's a huge difference. And then in terms of like who they are as people, Baker Mayfield walked on to Texas Tech, then lost the starting job there. Um, so he transferred to Oklahoma and won that from as a walk-on again. Like – that's the kind yeah. of guy that works for what what he has. As unlike Johnny Manziel, who grew up, you know, in a very rich family, and no matter what decision he made, he was going to be okay. So I, I think it's a really lazy comparison that people are making. So do do you have a player that you would compare him to? You know, I, and I I think that I think the Russell Wilson comparison is fairly accurate. You know, I do think Russell coming out of college was more experienced because he played in that pro system, and Russell does have a better arm than Baker does. But it's not like Baker doesn't have an arm. He's got a good arm. He can make the throws. But I think just the way that they play, the way they read the field, their accuracy, and then their ability to create plays when there's nothing there, I think is the best comparison for me to him. Yeah, no, I would agree with that one. I mean, I, I think Russell Wilson's probably a little bit faster, but I don't think there's a play yeah. that Baker can't make with his legs. No, um, I agree. So the the last concern with Baker, I would say, is his size. Being a six-foot quarterback, do you have any concerns? I don't have huge concerns. You know, of course, there's not a lot of short quarterbacks that were a success. There are some, and it's easy to point to those, but there are so many that didn't make it. And some of that is because they didn't really get a chance because everyone just dismissed them. But some of it is just because they were too short. I think it's not a huge concern because if you look at Oklahoma's offensive line, that's an NFL size line. They're all above like six four. His left tackle is six foot eight. He can't see over the middle no matter what. And he was still the most accurate quarterback in college for three years. He can still make the throws. You know, he said it himself, he sees through his line, not over them. I think that's not going to change the NFL. I think he can. his anticipation is really good. I think he reads the field well. So I don't think that it's going to be a huge problem for him that he's not tall because he's sort of he's done it all throughout his career without being tall. So I don't think it'll be a huge difference. Yeah, I, I, I feel like we see the same thing. The only thing I have is, you know, his fire and moxie and competitiveness is he, he never gives up on any play. He doesn't want to slide. Um, he is a bit of a smaller guy. I don't want him taking some of those shots that he was willing to take in college in the NFL, um, especially if he's going to be my franchise quarterback. I want him to learn to avoid that kind of stuff. And that's the only concern I really have with his size because I think he can have a Drew Brees, Russell Wilson-like career in terms of looking over or through his offensive lineman and being okay. Is there a team you want Baker Mayfield to go through? Is there a system you think he works best in? Yeah, you know, it's tough. I don't... I- 
there's a lot of teams that I think he'd be good on. I think he's a good quarterback, so no matter where he goes, it'd be good. You know, I've always I've said that like a team like New Orleans where he could sit behind Breeze maybe for a year. The Chargers would be good because he could sit behind Rivers for a year, that kind of thing. I, I don't think he needs to sit for a year, but I think it would help him a little bit to sort of get up to NFL speed, get his reads down, get defensive learning down, and then those systems have quarterbacks that he can play. Like he's a very similar style to Breeze, to Rivers, those kind of guys. So I think he would be good there. I don't think they pick early enough to get him. I think he's going top six. So we'll sort of see. I think no matter what team he goes to, if you've got a coach who's willing to create a system around him, he could start right away and be successful right away. Would you say he's the most pro-ready quarterback in the draft? Yeah, it's tough. I think him and Rosen are both. I think Rosen's very pro-ready. So I think that's sort of a guy. I think I think with Mayfield is that if he's in the right system, he's pro-ready. I think if you look at what Houston did with Deshaun Watson, he might not have been the most pro-ready quarterback in college, out of college, but they made a system that worked for him, and he was phenomenal those, those couple games before he got hurt. So if you could do that with Mayfield, I think he's he'll be better than Rosen. But I think if you want to just throw him into any system, I think Rose is sort of more ready for that. I think that's very fair. I, I can tell you that Jets Nation is all in on Baker Mayfield. <laughs> so they're, they're going to be a little disappointed that you didn't just mention him there. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that either. I like, you know, with the big New York market, I think he'd be good there. Oh, he would. The, the media would absolutely go nuts for that pick in every single yeah. practice and throw and everything he said. So, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think ultimately B- Baker Mayfield is clearly a first round pick. I, I have a. Um, a hundred dollar charity bet with someone on Twitter that said that he won't go in the first two rounds. I'm feeling pretty cool. comfortable there. Um, <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, but Bryson, I I just wanted to thank you for coming on and talking Baker Mayfield, man. I I, I learned a lot from you. I know our listen to, listeners will too. And um, just just thanks for coming on. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun talking about my uh, favorite quarterback. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, guys. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to Draft Daily on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Uh, you can find Bryson on twitter at uh what is it pff underscore bryson yep um and uh tune in tomorrow for mark schofield who will talk uh sam donald with us as always guys thank you